This is the Liquid Courage Podcast, a in-depth look at every episode of Courage the Cowardly Dog. On this episode, we check out Little Muriel and the Great Fusili, featuring Taylor, Tim, and Sheldon. Now here are your hosts. year <laughs> we sure have hi everybody we've made it a year uh welcome to courage the cowardly dog podcast known as liquid courage where we drink adult beverages and talk about <gasps> courage the cowardly dog it has been a year for my friends and i to be recording fun uh it almost seems like it was audio two apartments ago for me yeah because it was <laughs> um it was almost like it was a year ago. So it was almost like it was a year. Anyway, uh, so we are, we're here. Um, as always, uh, this is the Liquid Courage Podcast. I am Taylor, and I am joined by Tim. Yeah, Shalom. And Sheldon. Hey, everyone. There he is. Uh, and we are... We're here. Uh, we've had uh, an enjoyable time. Uh, With different varying degrees of alcohol along the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, we've made it through the end of season one. We made it to uh, a year of of recording. And we're here to talk about the last uh, pair of episodes for for that. For and one, yeah. it's, Which uh, one of them? You know what? It's okay. Ooh. And the other one... I'm going to need a few more drinks. Yeah, well, we're not. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, yeah, the two, two very different tones uh, coming into this one. So that's very fun that we have that going on. Uh, we are, we're very excited to, to, to talk about one of them at the very least. Um, <laughs> which one? It's different for each of us. Mm. Um, so yeah, uh, before we get into it, um, it's been a, it's been a fun year. I enjoyed recording with my, my friends. Yeah. I hope I've enjoyed... never felt closer to either of you. Yeah. It's, it's been a fun experience. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, not only you guys for being here and drinking and talking about episodes, but also everyone on Twitter and YouTube and, uh, people who left us reviews on Apple and mm-hmm. Spotify Thank you. We we see you. We really appreciate it. It means do a look, lot. We do see all of it, that's for sure. I do actually see everything that you guys say. So thank you. To Tim, it means a lot. To Taylor, it means a means pretty good. It also means a lot. However, sometimes I don't agree with so, you. Hold up. Hold up. Here's, here's my favorite one. This happened maybe a week, <laughs> week and a half ago, two weeks mm. ago. Someone uh-huh. uh, added us on Twitter and was just like, oh, this podcast, that Liquid Courage podcast, this is so dumb that it's actually awesome. To, well, thank you. To which I replied, uh, that's not his exact words, by the way. Uh, <laughs> he did say dumb. Uh, <laughs> and well, thanks. My, my reply was, uh, well, it seems a lot smarter when you, you've been drinking. <laughs> so. You're not wrong. Um, but here we are. It's it's been a year. It's been a a great and wild ride, and uh, let's uh, let's hope we can do it for another year. We're, I don't think we're gonna stop. 
so I, mean, I don't see a reason. I know to. I'm not. I passed the so. background check for my <laughs> new job with this, so I, I guess they don't care. <laughs> Whether you guys continue okay. to drink with me or not, I will continue to watch Courage and Drink. <laughs> Sheldon will do the podcast by himself, no matter what happens. <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> I'm not going to say there's going to be a recorder. I'll just be sad and alone in the basement just watching Courage. Going, isn't that funny? As I point at two empty couch cushions. <laughs> no one's there. Uh, but yeah, let's, uh, let's delve into it. Let's jump in. Let's, yeah, let's, let's, let's jump on. Let us, let us dive deep into the liquid that is courage. I hate the way that you said that. Um, yes. So, <laughs> liquid. Liquid. uh, the final episode of season one, I wonder if it was supposed to be the final episode of season one. I mean, there's season two. True, but I just mean like I wonder if this was like meant to be like, and we're gonna we're gonna cap it on this one. Um, but I don't know. It's, you do, it's... I heard Cartoon Network's a little like okay. flippy floppy with that whole continuation thing. Yeah, they where uh... you don't know until the end of your season. <laughs> so now, yes, because like Rick and Morty, they had to basically like figure out the contracts for the next five seasons at the end of season two. And, like, between Ooh. season one and season two, it was, like, nine months or something crazy like that. So, so you, for... So you're working on something, not knowing it's going to end yeah. or not. Well, yeah, if, if you watch the... Because I, I love Rick and Morty, and I love Adult Swim and all their streams and stuff. I watched uh, after the, the first episode of, like, season three or whatever, when they, they, came, they had their nine-month hiatus and then came back for another season. Uh... Dan Harmon was hosting like a podcast afterwards and adults would put it on their website and they were streaming it live. And one of the writers was there and like, anybody can come up and ask questions. And the, the writer, one of the head writers ran up. It's like, do I still have a job? Is, are we going on? What's, what's the deal? And he goes, uh, yes. It's a little iffy right now, son. He's like, yes, but no, yes. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. We don't. We don't have. So the uh, we don't have answers. This aired on March thirtieth, two thousand. But the next episode of season one aired in October of uh, two thousand. So they didn't have too long. Actually, okay. aired on Halloween. So oh, so we didn't have gotcha. too long between the last episode of this season and the first episode of season two. So that's pretty. It's good to know that it was still in the same year, at least. Yeah, well, it's all pre nine eleven, so who knows? Oh <laughs> yeah. Mm. Um, the stage yeah. loves you. Um, <laughs> Not so much anymore. <laughs> um, we so let's let's dive into it. We'll we'll talk about uh, politics and little little Muriel first, obviously. Um, and so that's the first one we watch. Um. This time around, and uh, I'm gonna tell you, compared to the B part of the episode, this is a cakewalk. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, you know what? I loved Little Muriel, it's I remember fun. loving this episode like yeah. back in the day. Oh, yeah, it's a pretty simple episode, it's simple, uh, though. I to break down how simple it was. It's, yeah, uh, that's the thing, it's, like, it's, it's super memeable, too. It's still people still meme about it all the time or share the Muriel, uh 
Uh, Does that mean that we're fucking old because we just used meme as a verb? We sure did. And we sure are. Like, Hello, that... young ones. Well, how are we doing today? As of this month, Hello. I am now 26. So I guess, yes, I am an old person. Hello, fellow kids. Hello, um... fellow kids. <laughs> you Gen Zers, stick it to the old people. <laughs> oh, Burn it down. Who the fuck... Uh... <laughs> who, what Gen Zers are listening? I was gonna say who, what Gen Zers are talking right now. All of us are millennials. Oh yeah, I know. Uh, that's what I meant we're that. we're talking to the Gen Z. Too. I'm the millennial talking to the Gen Zers, saying yes. stick it to the man, stick it to the burn that shit, burn that shit to the ground. <laughs> um, but that like I was sitting here after watching Little Muriel trying to figure out like normally we kind of do a we do kind of a shot by shot like recanting of it unless it's a really great episode and we're like you should go watch the whole thing i'm just gonna give you like a brief overview and um the problem with little muriel is that it is really such a simple episode that it's hard to recount because it's a set you can really boil it down to a tornado shows up it uh <laughs> it, it is it is broadcast on TV by the the TV man who then floats away uh and it's a big purple tornado that comes to the bag farmhouse courage accidentally painted Muriel's uh chair with glue and Eustace accidentally put a nail through the rocking part of the chair under through the floor while he was trying what? to repair a light what a fucking like oh, just a, a cacophony of errors yeah. just <laughs> all come together for the perfect maelstrom what, yeah what a and it and it just fucking it, the tornado comes and completely decimates the house picks muriel up and courage has to stop it and he trips it eventually Muriel goes, there's trees, more trees than we've ever seen. Muriel gets put on top of a mountain, which is probably Mount Sunflower. Mm. So it's confirmed that it's, you know, south, Kansas. southwestern Kansas. Um, <laughs> and You're I not guess... not going to let that go, are you? <laughs> I guess central Kansas, technically, because that county's not that far south. Say, where the hell is that? Um, do you, you not, have you never been to Mount Sunflower? I have never been to oh, Mount Sunflower. You're missing so out on the two. Hill. Yeah, if uh, Sheldon knows, Tim, I need you to right now just Google Mount Sunflower <laughs> and look at pictures of it um, while I continue to talk. And so Muriel gets put on top of Mount Sunflower is what I'm saying. He's, he's, uh, and his pictures are not yeah, doing justice, man. <laughs> there is it's cause... every single picture is of like a tin fence that is like two feet wide and then uh-huh. Mount Sunflower <laughs> yeah. and then a sunflower Hi. above it. Yeah, that's hey, welcome to Mount Sunflower. Mount Sunflower. <laughs> this is stupid. That's the, the highest point in Kansas, bud. It's very it's true. I, I've known that since grade school. That's very true. On top of old Smokey. Yeah. No, you this were expected it, a mountain, were you? You stupid bitch, you fool. The closest I've ever been to mountains ever. It's not even a fucking hill. Like that's the thing. <laughs> it's and, not. No, it's not. It's a field. It's just a it's a high field. <laughs> And with enough enough with enough miles in between that slope, you don't even know you're going up a it's hill. It's not. It's my favorite thing. Oh, look, oh I love. There are, I love the it. Social media games on point. I found a Christmas post by them where they have an animatronic <laughs> Santa right outside. Uh, yeah. But they only took a still photo, so it looks like Santa's having a seizure. Uh, <laughs> on the side. 
This is stupid. <laughs> so, so, so Muriel, so Muriel gets dropped off on Mount. Uh, and <laughs> as Courage runs up to her, he realizes that she is now a toddler. And that's the episode. Like, uh, she's an annoying cunt, you know. She is. Well, I, she is a child at this point. <laughs> so, why you can't? You, know. you look. You look me in the. In I the, will. I'm looking you eyes. in the eyes right now. <laughs> and you tell me that you haven't met a child that hasn't been an absolute like atrocious piece. I'm, of shit. I don't think I've ever walked up to the. Ch- that child's a cunt. Hey, I don't think I've I ever. I didn't walk up to little Muriel and call her a cunt to her face, now did I? I know, but you, you put it on you. the internet. I've so. Yeah, I put it on the internet with you guys. I've done and it. guess what? She was a cunt. <sighs> <laughs> How come within the first 60 pictures of Mount Sunflower, there's only bald guys? <laughs> yeah. <in front> of <laughs> it. Like, and then as you scroll down, there's like, okay, there's other people. But like the first like 10 pictures are like bald man. Yeah. Bald man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's... Walking him out, Sunflower. Um, <laughs> and so, Kirsch... <laughs> By the way, the entire time this is happening, Eustace is in the basement, routine, continually getting knocked out by different means. Um, but Muriel is now three and a half years old. She talks in an adorable, tiny uh, Phil and Lil rugrat with Scottish accent. Um, and she is the worst. She is hyper. She is uh, angry. She is spoiled and violent. Muriel um, has simmered over the years. Let's just yeah, yeah. She makes courage make too many macaronis. Um, and it's it's never the same. And the farmhouse is just destroyed. By the way, at this point, this whole episode. And, and then, yeah, she's just awful. Like she's an awful three and a half year old, and it's 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 a series of vignettes of awful things happening to courage caused by Muriel. Yeah. Uh, Eustace gets a chair dropped on him at one point. <laughs> a big uh, chair. A very big chair. Yeah. By the way, the whole um, the whole thing is like, why isn't Eustace kind of like freaking out this whole time? Uh, it's because well, he's of brain out. damage. The oh yeah, vigorous amounts of him getting hit. In it's the head. hard to freak out when you're unconscious. Too. At this yeah, sure, at this yeah. point in time, he's been hitting the head enough. That... <laughs> um, but like, little ahead. little Eustace would probably be just as bad. I'm surprised they didn't do one, but I guess after you do little Muriel, you can't really do little Eustace. Nah, these like these guys out. are more yeah, these guys are more thinking. Along the lines of making the show more fresh, not so much rehashing. Old Let's shit. make Muriel yeah. the shitty child, not Eustace. Yeah, and so like, uh, yeah, it, it's <laughs> it's really cartoony. It reminds me of oh, there was a parody of it in Animaniacs, which was the baby with the, uh, the had the dog, and the baby would get in all kinds of trouble, uh, and the dog had to oh, save him, yeah, Sweetums yeah. and yeah. Sweetums and whatever. Um, or not Sweetums. Um, no, it wasn't a parody, a parody of this. Of it was a parody of it. It was a parody of an old cartoon. Um, so and it was like yeah. the old baby. You remember like the old baby cartoons where it'd be like the baby crawl into a construction site and it'd be like, oh yeah, and usually be like a baby cat and a dog, and the cat would like scratch on top yeah. of the dog, and the dog would be like, uh, uh, okay. Oh like, wait, it, no, that was a that wasn't. Is that something at all. Really different? Yeah. Mm. Well, shit. 
I don't know. Either way, I, it, it it's very reminiscent of those old cartoons that are like that, which is not uh, far Children. flung. They're the worst. Uh, yeah. Let me tell you. <laughs> and the computer is somehow still working, and he explains to Courage that the only way to turn her back to normal is to throw her into <laughs> a tornado that spins the yes, opposite so direction. And the only tornadoes <laughs> that do that are in the southern hemisphere. And so they plan to go to... Shri- <laughs> and this is the other thing, because like... They they're talking about it and they're like Ecuador, Argentina, Peru, Peru and then the computer's like I personally like Sri Lanka, and on the uh, on our resources that we look at they're like so they took a plane to Sri Lanka. It's never said where they go in the episode, <laughs> yeah. so I think they're taking some liberties here. Courage may have gone. You know what? Fuck that computer. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just Lanka. gonna go find oh. the nearest tornado. Fuck it. <laughs> and. So they do that, and we see a bunch of shots of uh, Muriel being awful in the plane, and the flight attendant and the pilot both jumping out, and Courage having to begrudgingly fly the plane. I I can't take it anymore. Yeah, and then he dumps her to the top of a fucking tornado, (laughs) and then he flies underneath it, and she crashes through the roof of the plane, and then we see her in almost all of her glory, which was more than I ever needed see a muriel bag thank god well, we've already seen her naked no we've seen her in a tub covered up from everything else and this was almost worse it's the imagination that makes it worse <laughs> uh, my favorite joke was the tower calling the airplane going did you just <laughs> dump <laughs> yeah. a baby into a fucking that plane? that was our that was our joke <laughs> so imagine oh, while courage is flying this plane is that someone at a tower or some kind of, you know, FAA official or something like that is watching what the plane's doing because they can see it at every point in time. She's like, C- hey, uh, C-11. Yeah, uh, <laughs> C-11, did you just, uh, did you, did you just drop a, a baby out of your plane? <laughs> sure did, Tower 5. <laughs> All right, I just want to be sure here. Just, uh, gonna, gonna turn her back into an old lady like she should be. Uh, uh, I see now you're dive bombing down. <laughs> what what is going on? There's there's no passengers on this plane. It's fine. The only people that was on this plane apparently was the pilot, and and courage and Muriel and that one woman. All right, I see you're dive bombing underneath a tornado. Are you all right? Is everything all right happening in the plane? No, nothing no. is all right. Which uh. Uh, C C eleven. It looks like you just had some woman pass through the top of your bridge. You're now unable to fly. Are you good? Ugh, God damn. <laughs> the aerodynamics of your plane are now extremely Jokes fucked. Going on too long. <laughs> oh, fine, whatever. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, and. No, I was going with it, Tim. It's okay. Yeah. Is that what Courage is saying? He's like, I, this joke has gone on for too long. As he's flying, he's just like, let me go. As he dive bombs the plane to the ground, like... it hits Eustace in the face. Yeah, and that was the other thing. Eustace finally comes out of his coma stupor, walks upstairs, Muriel uh, Mur- sees a plane, immediately assumes that she is in the plane, and then is trying to call her from the ground. I prefer just, the just idea by... that he didn't. He was just calling out to nothing. Just Where's like, my up? dinner? Where's my dinner? And then the airplane just wham. And that's it. Eustace is now 
as you put it, trapped in his prison of a body. <laughs> He's a vegetable. Yeah. <laughs> That was the best thing out of our uh, our viewing. It's like, no, no, he's fine. He's just, you know, he can't move. He can no longer associate with the world. (laughs) Oh, fuck. He no longer talks to the living. Looking back, that's pretty dark. Yeah. (laughs) Open the carriage. Uh, And then the plane comes down and hits him and knocks him back into the basement into a crippled mess. Ugh. And then Ooh. the episode ends with on a tsunami wave with the tsunami warning, oh. and that's it. My I am the it, crazy I, weather. I am we're lost huh? for yeah, and I'm <laughs> for words when I go. I don't. I think that's my favorite still photo they have here on the the fandom is courage using Eustace as a surfboard and having Muriel like above him, and he's just screaming he... at the top of his lungs the whole time. Man, who knows if that water's from the fountain of youth or not? We don't want to reenact what we just went through. Oh, that's a that's another episode, isn't it? Really. <laughs> Dude, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it's it's just one of those things where I go, that was an episode. We watched that. That happened. It wasn't bad. We even it recounted it pretty good. <laughs> I I do think though that's probably one of the better, like endings they could have gave to the season like how do you end a season that they've been building up with like spooky well, shit and like other well, shit well the endings for silly little muriel's just the, the filler in between yeah. oh is that how you guys think okay yeah yeah, uh, yeah. the other way around because little little muriel would definitely be the start of the last episode of the season but the end of the last episode of the season is the next it's episode that we'll talk about yeah. But yeah. so here, here's what I have to ask you guys. Which, uh, before we go into there, uh huh. Which, and this might be something we ask later on. Which do you think is more known now, the Great Fusili or the uh, Little Muriel? Here's the thing. I remember them both because they both work really well together. Yeah. Um, the Great, I, the, the Great Muriel. The great. <laughs> little muriel like butters you up and get your it does it like get your guard down because you're like haha courage you're just funny and then the great facility happens it's a completely other ball game yeah (laughs) Yeah, and i and i think that that's like that's kind of how i would view it as well i think little muriel has a lot more memory attached to it i think more people remember that episode uh just because of the weirdness of it all uh i guess not even the weirdness just like the funniness of it all it's a and, humor it's it's yeah. a funny it might be just I think... relatability too people who have kids could probably relate to like oh i can't make a uh fucking oh god what is it from my parents she can't make a grilled cheese yeah like i would eat chicken nuggets while the rest of my family ate like chicken cacciatore or something crazy like that like yeah, chicken cat. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm a. I was a weird little kid, but yeah, uh, chicken nuggets are fine. I still eat chicken nuggies. No, no, that's not the weird part. <laughs> <laughs> the weird part is I would dip it in, in jelly. Yeah, I would dip then, it in the chicken cacciatore, and then yeah, it'd be, it'd be fucking weird. Hey man, I would eat the I would eat the breading off the chicken nugget before I would eat the chicken nugget. It's okay. We all had weird things. Yeah. What? You dip it all in. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. 
What? 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 What's wrong? What's wrong with you, Taylor? <laughs> Sociopath. <laughs> I would. I would eat. I, I would eat the breading off the chicken nugget, and then I would eat the chicken nugget with the breading. After Somebody I lock this man up. I don't feel as bad now knowing that about you. <laughs> Fucking egg. <laughs> I wouldn't eat crust off of anything as a kid. I wouldn't eat the last bit of a sandwich, like because I felt like my hands were dirty. I guess as a kid. Uh, you get yourself sick, yeah, or something like that. So I would, so I wouldn't eat the very last bit. All right, I get it. Two of you need professional help. Well, I knew that for a while. We're now adults, so now look at us. We're both drinking and talking about a children's show. <laughs> Did you That's think everything not was really as weird as some of the other things just said? We already threw one. Um, yeah. But uh no I uh, I honestly I honestly little Nero's probably more remembered uh just I think it's more of an I like I think the iconography of little Muriel um is thrown around a lot more. Yeah. Uh in gif form in uh I hate macaroni in, and cheese. In meme form. Right. In in all of that type. I definitely <laughs> think that you see more of it. Uh, Who around hates macaroni and cheese, Jesus fucking Christ! Who hates people? more cheese than macaroni and cheese? That's the big question that you asked. Yeah, yeah. I've never ate. <laughs> I've never ate mac and cheese, and you know what? This could use a little less cheese. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think if you like macaroni and cheese, there's never a time where you need less cheese. <laughs> yeah. So, God, I could go for a grilled cheese right now. I could go for some macaroni and cheese right now. Oh my god, don't. Cheese is great. Pizza closes in three hours. <laughs> but like, I uh, I was trying to think about it as we're, we're talking about it, because I really don't, I don't think there's a lot of deepness that can happen uh, when it comes down to... Except for the deepness of that cheese. Discussing the little Muriel episode. Yeah, there's... Like, I, I think that it's it's a pretty easy to follow it, episode. It's a good episode. I'm not even going to say it's a filler episode. I enjoyed my time. No, it's a good episode. I do like it as an episode. I, I think it's a funny episode. I think it's an I, episode. Yeah. I definitely... <laughs> I, I would like to see, like, something from... Uh... Stephen or David Stephen Cohen or John Dilworth about this episode because I wonder if there was some inspiration like one of them had kids. It was or something. children. Yeah, they like you know it was children. One of those Don't had to have kids, or there was something else going on, and they they wanted to like portray that, and they thought it'd be funny. I hate it. kids. <laughs> Let's fucking show how shitty kids are. Well, maybe you could have. The the fucking solution to this episode was make her again. And like kids suck. Make her old. Yeah. I then we get to the philosophical edge, which would she still have grown up into the into the adult that she became without any inspiration? Just fast forward. Oh yeah, there is the nature versus nurture bullshit. Well, I guess this would be an extraneous situation though, where she was young yeah. for only about two weeks, and then, or not even that, like a day, and it was made old again. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's definitely not a. I I don't think there's much depth to this yeah, episode. I'm so. gonna oh, be no, honest. I'm just trying to add depth where there isn't. Yeah, so. there definitely yeah. is not as much depth. That's for sure. But uh, so uh. But if we have her raised by orcs, 
<laughs> like, I mean, guys, I don't think you're seeing what could be there. I don't know why, but I just imagined you, the guy from Ancient Aliens hair. But what if she was raised by orcs? What if? <laughs> what if? That shit was But, uh, so, out of Little Muriel, what do you, what do you guys think the, uh, the, the grading scale should be? Uh, the, the grading scale? Purple Tornadoes. Mm. Uh, I'm gonna go with comatose Eustace. <laughs> That's good too. I like that. Uh, I give it. It's memorable. It's likable. I like this episode. I'll give it four out of five. Fucking comatose Eustaces. Right. I wouldn't say it's perfect, but I definitely. It's it's something I think about to this day. We've all fucking got a line from this episode that we have used. Yeah. As a joke or. Maybe not as a joke. I definitely want to use the the giant tidal wave roaming across the plains. That's <laughs> that is the one I want to use. That was My, mine's always been. I feel sick. I feel nauseous. We're gonna hurl. <laughs> We're gonna blow chunks. That never paid off either. That just ended. Nope. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But like that. Yeah. I I I think I'd now give it a solid three. <laughs> okay. You're gonna probably um, right. a good three. Yeah, I think it's a 3, 3.5 uh, when it comes but down to... it's closer to a 4 than a 3. <laughs> yeah, I would... I, it's a good episode. It's a fun episode. It's silly. It's uh, It kind of encapsulates the the silliness of of Courage really well. And at the end of it, everything is resolved. And, like, they're riding the tidal wave out. And that's it has a good beginning, middle, and end. And so, yeah, I... 3.5. That's a good episode, but I I don't know if it's like a a great episode. A great episode. It's memorable. It's fun, but yeah. Sure. Mm. I uh I'll I'll side with Sheldon on this. I kind of like it as a four point or four out of five. Uh, High five. Yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> that was so good. Wow. It's weird that both of you did that together we and at two different hands. times yeah. uh-huh. we high fived both hands we hit each it's other fun. through the digital lag you, you had no idea we, yeah hey man my it takes a little while for my hand to get over to where his hand that's is. right yeah we're we're in different states don't don't you know don't be mad just because i didn't high five you yeah. it's okay <laughs> no it's fine no i'm fine <laughs> i think uh i think four out of five uh i'm gonna go with eustace dead bodies uh <laughs> that should be dead bodies. You want him dead so bad. Yeah, you tried so many times to be like he's dead, and I was like, dead. Yet. A normal pe- person would be dead by all. Well, it's a cartoon. Movies. Oh yeah, but, yeah. Yeah. Welcome to the cartoon where nobody dies. But, uh, and feel sad. I think four out of five. I think it's more memorable than a lot of other stuff that happens, especially in the later seasons, where like. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of scarier things that kind of hit people more, but this is very like. Memeable, memeable, <laughs> and like memeable. Fuck you, fuck you, memeable. <laughs> Come on, do you not like the memes? I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna punch you through the microphones. I've had people say that to me. People in Mem- professional. Have you sex. said memes? They deserved it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they no, I. They're allowed a free punch Remember, if you say memes. I, I previously worked at a production company who did a lot of social media stuff and i i have heard someone say meme as, in a professional setting and have not known what it actually meant or said hey hey young kids uh, have you seen the newest meme 
Oh, it's great. Uh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> That's exactly what it was like, too. But no, it's this this episode. It's it's a little bit more lighthearted. It's not so much as spooky or anything like that that the other episodes have. But it's still like memorable, and it's a nice kind of ending to a lot of things that happened in season one. Because uh, if you had to like put the ep- the filler episodes in and had them go to like an apex of writing. Uh, they all lead up to this. If that's the case, they got better at writing this episode than like Cajun Granny Stew. So, oh, Granny Stew. So they they got better at the end, right? Still so, worst. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's a better if we want to call it filler, but I don't I don't think it's filler. So. Oh yeah, no. And uh, I also have the trivia ready for this episode. It's it's like. definitely not sure. filler. It's just compared to the Great Fusilli, it's just, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I would say that, yeah. Great uh, Fusilli has a lot more going on with it, for sure. Uh, so, the trivia, uh, as of fandom.com, uh, you can check it out. The the man seen on the TV dancing bananas in this year is John R. Dilworth at the very beginning of the episode. Yes. Uh, it was actually used as a variant of the Stretch Films logo seen on the episode of Freaky Fred. So they use that uh, stuff twice, mm-hmm. and it's actually originally from a short called Noodles and Ned uh, Catch the Day, which they actually made yeah. for Sesame Street. So Yeah, they're just kind of weird little non-sequitur. Yeah, they're, they're stuff they already seen. had done, and they just, you know, let's throw it in. It might not. It couldn't hurt. Yeah, they're uh, fun. They're cute. The pilot looks exactly like the sea captain from Club Cats, and also... Ah, uh, yeah, we didn't talk about that, I guess. Yeah. he He's also looks the same as the police chief from all the other episodes and everything like that. Yeah, because he is the same person. So uh, Muriel is seen as a child here, but eventually Eustace will be shown as a child in a later episode. Oh, I'm sorry? Yeah, Eustace, <laughs> but he's... It does happen. It, it does happen, not to, to spoil anything, but it's... It's not the same kind of type of youngin. Oh, uh, so I I did not know that. I thought this was the old right the child. And it's it's not like they we we talked about this while watching it. It's not like they did a cop out and like oh we did young Muriel now we got to do young Eustace. They they did it well in the other episodes yeah. where Eustace has to be young. So I want to have hair. I don't know. I, I, I can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember young Jesus at all. Um, the same person who voiced uh, Phil and Lil Deville in Rugrats and Sally Acorn in oh. Sonic the Hedgehog also voiced Little Muriel. That's a lot of voice. <laughs> it is. Uh, she's she's quite a, a well known voice actor. Right. That's no good. So in. Uh, another part of the trivia here is there's technically no antagonist in this episode. No. Uh, Just Muriel. It's the uh, second episode in this season to have no villains, technically. Yeah. Although, I, I would say What's that... What's the first one? Uh, good question. Um, I'm assuming it would be Eustace's mom one. Yeah, because she's not... The Mother's Day one. ...really an antagonist. Or would it be Heads of Beef? Because mm, could be heads of beef. Technically, no antagonist in that one too, except for what courage made up in his head. Maybe 
I don't like this next yeah. trivia. Uh, this is the only episode in yeah. which Muriel is mostly shown in nothing but undergarments, although she appears fully clothed <laughs> at the beginning and the end. Yeah, that's, that's not really a trivia at all. No that's shit. Welcome to just, fandom. That's just <laughs> stating a fact. Yeah, that's <laughs> what fandom does. Uh, the macaroni and cheese scene is paid homage to the new Looney Tunes episode, Best Bugs. As a bonus, Muriel yells, I want an Easter egg, which is what a kid said in the Looney Tunes era, Looney Tunes episode, Easter Yeggs. Yeah. I want an Easter egg. Now I'm part of the trivia, too. Yeah, I don't. I I think <laughs> I think that happened. I think they thought about that, but they also just did that scene. So, yeah, no, Cohen, who I believe is credited as being head writer uh, for this one, ends up he does a lot of that like homage stuff too. Yeah, and I think he was also the head writer on like Cage and Granny Stew and things like that. Yeah, <sighs> he he really likes his Looney Tunes, which you know, yeah. it's not a bad thing. Which is fine. Yeah. Who's yeah. your favorite Looney Tune? <laughs> I don't know. It's just, uh, if you don't, I'd say go with the 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 rooster, honestly. Foghorn uh, Leghorn. I say, yeah. I, I gotta say, I gotta uh, say, I, 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 I say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Boy, boy, yeah, get we, over here. We don't need to. We're good. We're good. <laughs> we don't need to do any more of that. Any- <laughs> that was how Southern gentlemen talk to black people because they didn't see them as men. <laughs> Well, uh, it, it was not played for that in the cartoon, but that was 100% the, that colloquialism there. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, there's a lot of things like that in Looney Tunes and Disney. Yeah. yeah. I would say. I would say The Great Fusili is a good episode. <laughs> I'm talking about Looney Tunes now. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, I. Elmer Fudd. Mm, you always no. struck me as a Yosemite Sam man myself. No. I don't know. It's hard. It's a hard one. I didn't think it'd be that hard, but it is. You, you would have to think <laughs> of what episodes did you never skip? I, I never skipped anything of Bugs Bunny or Daffy Duck in it. Those are always good. Um, I always like Marvin the Martian just because I like to laugh. Marvin's Where's the big sure. kaboo? There's the kaboom. There should have been a kaboom. Earth shattering kaboom. Uh, let's move on. Um, okay. Okay. What a so, segue. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. Here we are. It's been a year. Um. Right. The uh, last episode of the, I guess, the B episode of the series, the end note, is a fucking end note. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Um, silly. So. This is kind of the opposite of Little Muriel, where I... Little Muriel is easy to explain, because it's it's a pretty easy concept. It's just kind of fun. It's Happy, enjoyable. Fun. Yeah. It's, uh, it's bright. Great Fusili is fucking terrifying. <laughs> um, from beginning to unhappy ending. <laughs> are you, so, are you living your life to the best, everyone? Jesus. Oh. <laughs> Are are you uh, are you doing your best? Are you not just going through the paces? Are you not so, just a puppet to your own design? Uh, <laughs> so the great Vasili is okay. <laughs> <sighs> the bag farm has been a host has been host to multiple different things over the year. Um, hunchbacks, headed chickens, alien ducks. Um, 
Feet. You've got cats. cats <laughs> feet. Big feet. Yeah. Um, we've oh, seen yeah. uh, we've seen pigmen in other places. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking um, eggplants. We've seen we've seen eggplants. We've seen a lot of things at the bag farm. And then one night, <laughs> a traveling circus slash performance Theater. stage yeah. rolls into town. And it parks outside of the bag house, plays some music, and they come out and out steps a fabulous alligator with a cape who calls himself the Great Fusili. And it just goes fucking crazy from there. Fusili! <laughs> Muriel, the stage loves you. <laughs> Go. Yeah, he's a, he's a sweet talking man that promises fame and fortune. And. <laughs> fucking a I, it's an episode okay. well because i was sitting here and i was like as i watched oh this is like a weird one. Oh yeah i think i remember how this ends and then it ends and i went, didn't fucking remember how that ended yeah. um, I thought this episode good. this episode should be up there with return the slab for fucking creeping you out um not because the animation is spooky not because the act it like the whole idea is spooky but because the way that fucking show ends is so disheartening <laughs> you think about it for more than a second and you go wait a minute yeah, yeah. It, it stays <laughs> with you um so i'm gonna do a real fast recap so we can actually talk about the episode the okay? fast recaps are the best recaps let's go <laughs> okay so vasili pulls up and he sets up the stage and he talks to eustace muriel and courage and he convinces muriel to read from a script that says how now brown cow um and there's this thunderous applause that comes out of nowhere and it's this invisible audience and Courage is already put off by Fusili because he watches like the masks change from like the happy, sad drama masks to just terrifying masks, but they go back almost immediately. So uh, he gets Muriel on stage and does that. He then, uh, Muriel then juggles and knocks Eustace out with her juggling. And the crowd. And they laugh. It. They love it again. So Fusili is like, oh, we're going to make you stars. Gives them a room in this impossible space of a van. Courage tried to get them to go, but it didn't work. So then his other alternative was to put on a little tap dancing uniform and do that. They do the act. They Well, then he brings Courage in, and then they're going to do the act about the simple family scene in which Eustace and Muriel and Courage are all dressed up in extra clown makeup with big, weird Mickey Mouse hands. And Courage is gonna maybe pie one of them. Eustace scares him. He gets pie in face, runs away. Laughs. Stumbles into a room full of uh, what are they called? Marionettes. Life-size uh, marionettes. And he sees a hook on the wall for Muriel, Eustace, and Dougie. And freaks the fuck out. As you would. And as he <laughs> runs back out to stop this, we see the the puppet masks, or the, the, the drama comedy masks, basically barf out these long tendril fucking strings, strings yeah. that hook into Eustace and Muriel, turn them into fucking puppets, and then that's, that they're puppets. Good night, everyone. Yeah, goodbye. <laughs> 
but now you're like, oh, it's going to be okay because Courage will save the... So Courage gets chased by Vasily. He falls and he hides in a powder container. Comes back. Vasily thinks he's a, uh, a phantom. Falls on the stage. The spotlight hits him, which is terrifying. Which uh, is like, he d- it's like a trap that he can't control. <laughs> yeah, then he falls into it, does a thing. The fucking masks do the thing, turn him into a puppet, and he keeps talking and dancing. Courage steals Eustace and uh, Muriel's puppetry and you're like oh cool so like something's gonna happen (laughs) so we cut back to the house where there's still fucking puppets yeah and courage is controlling them yeah to live out his life as it would if they weren't puppets you can't you can't say this didn't end out in uh you know courage's best favor He's like, you know, what the fuck was this Cur- episode, Irvin? Cur- hey, man, Courage doesn't even understand life without them, so he just has to do what they would do, which is abusive. Okay, and they don't abuse fu- him because they still scare him as marionettes. <laughs> so I no, mean- he just reacted. I'm sure. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So here's the thing, though. Mm. Fucking what? And Every is- other. <laughs> Every other courage has kind of had some kind of resolution more where of everything was okay. <laughs> like everything was more like everything's like uh like it's oh we had we, back to normal. We fuck you. We had zombies, <laughs> and then it was like it's it's fine. We had return the slab. It's fine. Sorry. We had big toe problems. It's fine. It's fine. We, we had, had cats crews. It's fine. Washing machine Muriel and, 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 and helicopter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that one was weird. But, um, they, but they, it's fine. Everything was back to normal. Everything's fine. Like, I. <sighs> this is the first one to leave a bitter t- taste in your mouth that goes, things are not fine. It's Don't so pretend f- like they are. <laughs> fucking weird. The imagery and everything that goes along with this is terrifying. Because initially you're like it's gonna be like another kind of like cats thing where it's gonna be really weird, but then yeah. courage will save the day. And no, no, There's nothing to do. Muriel, it, it ends. They're gone. They're puppets. <laughs> so like, I, I don't know. <sighs> it's okay, Taylor. It's all if right. this wasn't the planned season finale they fucking hit it right if it was the planned season finale holy shit does that seem like you're not getting another season <laughs> right yeah oh like, my god that really seems just like and we're done well, I mean, we're just now, they wouldn't now know. alone they wouldn't know man they probably wouldn't know does, like i said it does courage puppeteer them into feeding him does courage puppeteer them into sleeping? There are so many fucking unanswered questions there. The answer is probably yes. And you gotta, you gotta think about. <laughs> and it. then you cry. Yeah, think about this time at Cartoon Network, where Courage is one of the first original shows on the, the network. So, like, it's okay. Like, will it come back for a second season? Uh, fuck it, we, we don't know. Fuck it, just go for it. It's, just go. For it's it. okay, little Sheldon. It's okay. They're not dead. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> But that's the thing. Like, I are that are their souls trapped in the puppets? Which like, is worse, them being trapped in the puppets or them being dead? No, this isn't about. No, this that's the thing, Sheldon. This isn't about going like we have to pick the ending that makes you feel okay. This is like no, I need to know. Right. So here's here's the question <laughs> for that. Then. When Courage runs into that 
broom closet or whatever it mm-hmm. is, the storage closet. Are they are, all alive? Are they all alive? <laughs> are they all yes. looking at courage but can't say anything because their mouths are We're not trapped moving? in our own bodies. Yeah, probably. So does that mean when the great Fusili gets turned into a puppet, does that mean they, they are, are all forever trapped? They, yeah, they're forever trapped just sitting out in front of the the Yeah. Would an inferno yeah. be a be a fucking? Would safe that way? release them from their what coils, if? or would they just feel it all the way till they're ash? Well, would they be dead? You, you, there's no way to know. There's no way to know. We don't know, but that's the thing: is that Fusili also talks and walks on stage, but he was controlling Eustace and Muriel. Yeah, <clears throat> who's controlling true. Fusili? Also, mm. why did you have such a shitty arrangement with this ghost demon truck? Hey, man, if it's a demon, there's there's literally no holds barred. Awesome. It can do whatever it fucking wants. Yeah, yeah. Like, what what bullshit do you have to think to be like, oh, there's a phantom. Oh, my God. Oh, shit. That's a phantom. Well, because it's a fan- get it, phantom of the opera. Yeah, um, but, like, mm, at what point do you have to go, it- like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> how shitty of a person do you have to be before you can imagine a phantom coming back for revenge yeah, against like, you? How many people have you killed before you have to go, oh shit, oh my god, that's all of my sins in a person. One of them oh, has no. come back for me. <laughs> yeah, I... Th- like I said, this episode leaves me with more unanswered questions than I think anything I've, I st- <laughs> I've seen in this show. I still feel like young Sheldon, which is sad. Yeah. <laughs> like I like I'm just oh no <laughs> I don't like this outcome. Can we change it? No. no. Oh <laughs> no, it's just done. It's the end of season one. <laughs> Fuck. So So now this episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. It makes me feel things. Even that's now. A, like, and that's that might what, be the alcohol. <laughs> I don't know, but that's what I'm trying to figure out, is, like, there's so much to unpack here. Ugh. There is. There's a lot. Like, like, philosophically, yeah. There's a lot going yeah. on. And... Mm. Well, like... <sighs> Courage's is... life is a lie now? <laughs> uh, may- yeah, maybe? I don't know. Like, do we... We, we know that Courage isn't canonical. Like, well, it doesn't course. continue from one episode to another. It doesn't yeah. always lead to... But some, sometimes like this episode it leads does. To, sometimes it does, like cats showing up again, or... But then they didn't recognize cats. But but Courage did, I'm pretty I, sure. I believe you're right, which is why I again go... But then again, that could just be Courage Race. So, uh, <laughs> and he just recognizes all cats as the same cat. cat That's true, that could be true, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, there's no way for us to know. Fucking cats, am I right? Yeah. I just, it is one of, like, this is one of those those moments where pretty much for this entire year I've been like, oh, Courage is not nearly as spooky as I remember it because I am an adult now with an adult brain. And, like, <laughs> trying to put myself back into not the adult has been interesting, well. but it has been workable, right? Right. Yeah. Um. This one is the first one that I've seen that I just I just went, oh no, oh no, life oh, is bad. Yeah. yeah, so is death. Shit. Oh. Um, 
So here's here's the oh. question I asked earlier. Why not? Mm-hmm. Uh, so which one is more memorable memorable to both of you now? Uh, I remember Little Muriel with fondness. Right. Yeah. Does that make sense? But I do remember Fusuli in the dark of the night when I'm having trouble. Right. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah. <laughs> like, like I just go, oh man, I'm not feeling great. In that episode of The Great Fusuli. And you see as he yeah. flash like through fever dreams it's just, and shit. And like, it's fucking oh. great that they're together though, right? To, can you all agree with yeah. me on that yeah. notion where yeah, one is uh, yeah. like funny great and the other is sad yeah the, <laughs> the dichotomy is is very <laughs> much noted yeah oh god and it, for me it's it's kind of like a portraying of what is to come like the great facility is more of like this is where we're heading whereas <laughs> the little muriel is like yes we can still be lighthearted, but the great facility is like this is still going to be scary. Like, we can still have episodes where, like... We still want to make you sad. Yeah, we're still yeah, going to scare the fuck out of you if we can. Again, like Sheldon said, though, like, this is not an episode where, like, oh, man, that was really scary on, like, ooh, horror. Right. <laughs> but yeah. really scary on, like, concept, like, conceptual level. That shit was terrifying. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, when are you going to be dead wood in the ground? <laughs> just, it's like, just... It's such a fucking weird thing. Yeah, and I just grill. don't know. <clears throat> like, I have been... I have been more fucked up by that than any of the other episodes. The others were weird but fun. This was... This was just weird. And also, it, ju- it ends. It just ends. <laughs> it just ends, yeah. They were like, well, we're done. A booga booga booga. Pause. Uh, it's like, Pause. Oh, the things I do for love. <laughs> and you're like... The fuck does that mean, you silly bitch? Courage, are you just living your life through puppetry? <laughs> yes. And I think that's the part of it that really fucks with me the most, is that I go, wow, that's the first time where I'm like, nah. Hey, yeah, my car it... broke down on the road, can you... And then the dog takes control, and it's just like, oh yeah, we can help you. <laughs> is, it, is it like, is it better to... Like, it's one of those things where you, you watch it, and it's like, oh yeah, no. Is it better to just be alone or to surround yourself with the facade of uh, not being alone? Oh, yeah, yeah. So here, here's a question. Um, since a lot, the hurtful of, truth. There's a lot of like things that point back to like Looney Tunes and older cartoons. Mm-hmm. Do you think that that courage is like taking that old style of cartoon and making it more fucked up and more <laughs> like scary, like more realistic even? I think it depends on the the episode. Um, this oh, is very sure. Pinocchio esque. Yeah. Um, which, which if you've ever had to deal with uh, Pinocchio, like if you ever went to the Pinocchio ride in Disney, uh, that shit's oh. terrifying. It's kind of similar to that kid turning into a donkey in Pinocchio. Well, I'll admit I didn't like that either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the reason I ask is because like. There's a lot of uh, old school tropes in a lot of these episodes, mm-hmm. and like a lot of things that would be like, "Oh yeah, Looney Tunes kind of did that too," and there's like like homages and things back to that. Do you think that uh, you know Ernest Bauer and Cohen and Dilworth were all trying to like point back, like, "Yes, this is our roots. 
the the Looney Tunes esque. The old area. Looney Tunes cartoon. Maybe. Ready? Maybe. And... Maybe. I I'm not professional enough to fucking make that. Right. But I'll say, yeah, sure. <laughs> I would say. I mean, like, I think you can see that in a lot of their episodes. I feel like this one is its its own thing. Right. Like, I feel like this one was very much them like, yeah, we could take an idea, but I, I think it was very much them making their own... This is very much <laughs> their own in- individual idea. That's for sure. Their own because, fucking horror show. Yeah, yeah, there's no way that the facility was shown as a, a Looney Tune stuff. But look, looking back no. at, at season one... They're tiny. They're tuned. Yeah. Could you could you say there's a that? there's a lot of I think there's a lot of elements of homage in a um, lot of things, you know? but that's that there's always the argument that like you're always stealing from other people, right? Which like, I honestly, yeah, like it's hard to come up with anything original. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's not it's not a bad thing. It's not. It's not. Thank you. No, sure. <laughs> not. But like. It's not a bad thing. It's just everyone is influenced by something that came before them. Even if it just hit them in a cartoon show about yeah, like old people turning into puppets <laughs> as a young as a young kid. And now they're always but dead, but courage can control them. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like it always like anything that you do, you have been influenced by something that came before you, and in the creative aspect of things. You can have a completely original idea, but there's probably a nugget of something that came from somewhere else. Right. Yeah. And yeah. that's okay. Like, you can watch an old school Looney Tune cartoon and go, man, that'd be fucked up if we did that, but, <laughs> like, made this, it like, real. But change it like, yeah, a little bit. fucked up. Yeah. Like, it's okay. And there's so much originality in Courage the Cowardly Dog that when there are homages, easier to see. But it's still a slapstick comedy cartoon. Yeah, time, yeah, sure. Like it's it's not a it's not an ultra realistic cartoon. It's not like um an Archer where like yeah, there's the comedy aspect of it, but like people get shot. Yeah, he's still like, an alcoholic, and yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It's like this is still very much like a no. It's a funny cartoon. Ha ha. It has the the aspects of cartoons that came before it, but they they are able to use that and create a an environment where you can play with it and make it original and real and spooky and still have that slapstick nature to it all. And maybe it's the target audience that makes this more like impactful. Like if this was like in like an adult cartoon show, I I probably wouldn't take it as hard but the fact that this is this you know it's, it's, yeah, it's, for for kids. Kids. Yeah. it's a kids cartoon yeah. like it's a kids cartoon where, <laughs> where the, the end final <laughs> yeah the fucking season one finale is and they're puppets forever <laughs> and, and you now go, they're always puppets and, they're and so little timmy <laughs> oh, i'm scared that's fun. life isn't happy <laughs> oh god <It> is sad. <laughs> Oh God! Uh, mm. But um, one more thing that I wanted to talk about was our courage death counter. Ah, sure, what yeah. it, does does that yeah. count? Um, 
I don't know. I'm. I was going to leave that to you. <laughs> or does um, it count as worse? So it's now, it's so weird because it's like a, a a weird bullshit thing where they they both can talk if you pull their lips up. So there's well, so the courage. Well, that was the other thing <laughs> is that you did courage mouthing their their lines. But again, Busili was controlling them, and they were saying words before that, and. Saying words, and yet no one was controlling him when he did it. So yeah, so weird. Yeah, there's no way. Shit to has a lot of unanswered questions, Irvin, and uh, <laughs> damn sure like you, him. Bauer. <laughs> um, four out of five ex- existential crises. I'd have it again. <laughs> um, but the the courage death counter that we have that we have been running. Yeah. Um, we have generalized deaths and Eustace's deaths, uh, which they slowed down an awful lot. Hey, man, you can uh, only kill them so many times before people start going. Yeah, yeah. the episodes change quite sure. a bit towards the end of the season. So. True. Um, and so, and again, for those playing along at home, uh, deaths were essentially considered something that we, uh, you couldn't come back from in real life, and we did see you in the rest of the episode or hear from you in the rest. <laughs> the Eustace um, bingo card. The free space is the Eustace death. Uh, and so it came down to six generalized deaths of the general populace. Sure. Uh, and four Eustace deaths. Oh. So that was season one. That's oh, going to grow so bad in season And there's season. four seasons! Yeah. <laughs> or am I wrong there? No, you're right. No. Uh, there's a. Uh... There are four seasons, yes. Yeah, there's four. But, um... But, yeah, it... I don't know. Like I said, I think that this episode really drives home the idea of... Oh, yeah, no. It's still slapsticky and fun. But... Sometimes yeah. it's not. Yeah. But life is short. <laughs> so, uh, uh... Can I can I venture off and guess that, uh... To, for a rating, uh... Did I do uh, 4.5 uh, marionettes out of 5? 4.5 brown cows out of 5? Oh. 4.5 uh, crying little Sheldons out of 5. No! <laughs> don't do this to me! <laughs> I did it. There you go. God damn it. Uh, it... It's. I can't even explain why it's that score. It just is. Yeah. All right. I, I can. It's just good. Yeah. Like it, it's just it, good. It, it fucking hits it perfect. It it's, hits the tone perfect. It's because it's it's deeper than a filler episode. A filler is just gonna be like, oh, this is funny, ha, and then it ends. Whereas <laughs> a actual thought out episode, we're like, no, this is something we want to make a point with, or something, or take it to a further mm-hmm. thought process with. That's exactly what the Great Fusilli is. They they kind of want to be like, well, if you're on stage, everyone's kind of a puppet, and in life, like, a lot of people can be puppets. Like you know, yeah. no, it's it's, it's definitely a, an episode in which it takes your, um, not your expectations and fucks with them because it's courage. Uh, <laughs> but it, I guess it kind of does in the idea that like everything is normally okay. Yeah. And like that's kind of one of the nice tantamounts of courage is like everything is okay at the end, and this is one of those ones where it's like sometimes it's not okay, 
Sometimes oh, that's fucking it's real. bad. <laughs> oh yeah. And so I think that's that's pretty much why it's it's great. Um, if you've been watching along at home with us, you've <laughs> you've you've got it, it with us. Um, <laughs> we'd love to hear your thoughts. Um, on our our Twitter, which is the liquid at liquid underscore podcast. Um, great to hear from you. It's yeah. been a year. Um, if you've been with us from the beginning of the year, it's been a, a very fun ride. We're happy to have you. Sure. Um, but I don't know why I'm outroing, I guess. Hey, man, it's been a year. It's been a year. Um, <laughs> this... It's like, let's do an outro. Uh, to everyone out there, I love you. It's been a long time. It's been a long year. <laughs> He's had a long day. Um, I sure have. <laughs> <laughs> but but uh it's you know i i'm happy that we've been here uh i'm happy that we've been able to do this um and i look forward to doing another year and another um yeah we really co-hosts. we really appreciate everyone that's uh done and like talked Stuck about us. us or even yeah. like followed us on twitter everything like that is great we really appreciate yeah. you uh and anything that you can do in the future we always will appreciate uh, sharing our stuff or anything like that, it's, it's always great. So, and if you just want to listen, you can do that too. Yeah, you lurk as much as you want to. But uh, yeah, it's it's been great. Um, so out of season one, before we do end it, um, most memorable episode. Most memorable episode. And like, yeah, Vasily is now in our heads because yeah. we just watched it. Yeah. But like most oh, memorable episode, I think it's most memorable episode. for me. Mm. Uh, it's probably. I mean, the, come on, the zombie directors. Mm. Uh, okay. Other than Cage of Grand Stew, because we we remember it because we hated it. Uh, <laughs> we really for me it, for me it's got to be Freaky Fred. I mean, come on. Yeah. Like, I mean, really. <laughs> yeah, I think um, I think I have to go back to the standard of. Uh, return the slab yeah. king ramsey's curse um just because again thinking back <laughs> on it that one was a freaky episode <laughs> it messed with my it did freak me out when i was a kid um it didn't freak me out when i was adult but i did enjoy as an adult the the brave yes. animation so I think I think it's that for me. Oh, like, yeah. I think I'm gonna be the uh, that is be the, the definitely big wussy boy here and do that. No, that's definitely probably the most memorable episode because it has like that mixed media, the both 3D animation and 2D animation. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's something you don't always see. Like it's something that I I enjoy as a creator. Mm-hmm. Like when you see 2D animation and then 3D animation combined with it to to actually work. Like that's something oh, yeah. you don't ever see. So them doing it in like two thousand, it's crazy. Like it's it's something that people should remember for being spooky, but people should remember as also being like almost groundbreaking at the time. So Yeah. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Anyway. I think I think we go there. Yep, I think we <laughs> are uh we're at our end. For sure. There's we no. Go now. By the way, As... there's no trivia for the Great Fusili. Nope. Um, Are you uh, fucking serious? There's no, not a <laughs> single fucking thing. 
as fuck Nothing. you. <laughs> <laughs> the the fandom is is a very weird uh, place. They are they're they're apparently avoiding this one like the plague. Yeah, <laughs> it's, so uh, it's it was too real. <laughs> um, but it uh, yeah, that's I I thought that was fucking funny as well. It was, I was sitting here looking at it I was like that's stupid that they don't they have don't that have anything to this, but they have like literally eight nothing. Things are little Muriel. Well, thanks, buddy. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's bad. Um, but we uh. I, I, you know, I think season two. <laughs> season two. Here we come. Uh, it's been a great year. Thanks for coming with us. Uh, we'll see you in another month when we start season two. Woo! Season two. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. I care for you all. That was the Liquid Courage podcast. An in-depth look every episode of Courage the Cowardly Dog. On the next episode, we check out The Magic Tree of Nowhere and Robot Randy. Music was provided by Visionless. You can find them at www.soundcloud.com slash V-I-S-I-O-N-L-3-S-S. We do not own the rights to Courage the Cowardly Dog. Until next time... Have a wonderful night. Now you say the line. How now brown cow. Mm-hmm.